Welcome to the Adam Hamway Podcast. Today's guest, Jen Dodd. I'm, I'm lucky. I am very lucky, Jen. I'm Adam Hamway, and this is my podcast, and Jen Dodd is uh, here with me uh, this week. Um, and the reason I have her on is she's very talented, and uh, I wish I had a slice of her. Is that is that weird? Is that disgusting? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Um, if you were a pie, what what kind of pie would you be, Jen? I think I would be something chocolatey. Chocolatey, okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm not a fan of fruit pies. Okay. Or I say I'll be a pecan pie. A pecan. I'm hearty. Mm-hmm. Kind of southern. Okay. And the pecans are definitely uh, good for you. Yeah. Probably good for your heart. Good source of protein. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's me. Your pecan pie. <laughs> okay. Jen Dodd, pecan pie, a slice of it, grab some, something <laughs> like that. Um, now you have a website called gendod.org. It's an or- org or a nonprofit? It's Is an that- org okay. because somebody has gendod.com. Oh my goodness. Have you talked to her? I haven't. Okay. She's a, she lives in Jersey. New Jersey. She's a mm-hmm. photographer. Oh. She's younger. I think she's like She's 19. probably great. Yeah. Oh, 19 years old and a photographer I wanna, already. Wow. I want to buy it off of her, but I'm too shy to ask her. <laughs> You should. Yeah. Why not? Come, does she have like a? She probably has an email address because she does photography. Sure. So you could probably just email her and. But she know. got to it before I did, so. Yeah, your yeah. two ends too. I'm too. It seems like it, yeah, J E N N Dodd with two D's D O D D dot O R G. I like uh, the symmetry. Yeah, that's why I added I like the that. extra N on there. That's good. Yeah, I like it. Hey, thanks. But is that typically how your name is spelled or no? Yeah, just, it is. Oh, okay. But I feel like. Usually, Jens are J E N. J E N. What? J E N. Yeah, I know. That's it. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, that's I, unique, different. I like it. Let's go with you. it. Let's go with that. Let's <laughs> go with that. Now, you're also a Andy Kaufman Award finalist, which is amazing. A very prestigious award. Hi, thank um, you. Not a lot of people know about it, I guess. I mean, every time you hear about it, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Kaufman Award. That's great. So, but it's it's a really, really, really cool thing. Um, because a lot of people submit uh, every single year, and only the best move on, and so it's uh, it's definitely commendable. Well, you would know. What do you? No, stop. This is not (laughs) about me. Okay. Um, And you run this show um, at the People's Improv Theater. It's all it's called Butsky and Glasscock's New Talent Blowout, and it's every second Friday of the month. Is that right? right. I always get confused every single month. I'm like, oh yeah, it's coming up. Here it is. (laughs) Um, Because you know sometimes that uh, the first Friday of the month is like, you know, let's say February 1st or something like that, you know, and it's just like, oh, no, it's it's next week. So that gets kind of confusing sometimes to me. Is it a full week? Is it a partial week? Then it is, winds up being like a single digit when the show is this is this is yeah. weird anyway so so the show is this week actually is january yep. 10th um and, and can you talk about it jen a little bit about what that show is here on the adam hamway podcast can I just do a little oh, bit mm-hmm. of course i can hey, what's um, it about so the premise of the show is that uh linda buttsky and gene glasscock are these two old sort of uh porn stars from the 70s oh. okay <laughs> sort of in the vein of linda Lovelace, kind of uh, old pawn. Okay. And um, there are these two uh, Long Island old porn stars in their 70s, and mm-hmm. now they own a, a talent agency that is Great. sort of like the second-rate talent agency. And every month they have a, a panel of, like, Z-list celebrity judges. Mm-hmm. 
And um, they have contestants that are competing for a one-year contract with their agency. So Sweet. it's basically like a shitty America's Got Talent. <laughs> yeah, but it's really good. And I, I've, oh, yeah. I've been to it. Obviously, I, I perform in it now every single month, which I'm very blessed to be doing so. It's awesome. It's amazing. I'm blessed to have you there. Uh, it's great. And uh, the can, you know, usually the panels are uh, celebrity impressions, which is really cool. And that's something that I love. I love doing every month for you. And then, uh, I mean, I am so impressed with the talent. I know we say like, you know, you know, crappy, you know, uh, contestants up there, but it's some of the cra- greatest things I've ever seen. And it's really good. And I love the format of it because, you know, there's not a lot of shows like that in New York City, uh, you know, having solo work up there like that. And you're given, you know, a fair amount of time too to to uh, do your piece, so I really really enjoy it. So yeah, yeah thanks. It. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I I like doing it too. Mm-hmm. I like doing characters, and yes. I feel like uh, there's not a whole lot of opportunities uh, to perform in a strictly character mm-hmm. show. You're right. And um, but I also wanted to give it a premise mm-hmm. so that it wasn't just like. It's a character showcase. Right, or a variety show or whatever, you know, because you see those all the time in in New York and other cities across the country. But I like it, too, because you're also mixing sketch and improv together because the the contestants, when they come on and perform, it's usually, you know, polished material. And then the people on the panel... I mean, they have to respond and, you know, uh, be very uh, on their feet and witty, yeah. responding to whatever they just saw on stage. Yeah, so that's present. the improv portion of it, too. Obviously, you're within your, you know, impression or character sometimes on the panel, too. But, yeah, I love the mix of it. It's just very unique and different. So I love the show and uh, it's gaining popularity. I'd, I'd like to say it's gaining popularity. There's a lot of people that come so. out you never see before when they come to the show. I'm like, oh, where did he come from? I want to do a, a, a character off of this person. Ne- yeah. The next show. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of fun people that show up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, in May, it will be two years. Two years for the Buttskin Glasscock Newtown blowout. There at it the is. Pit. And there have been some nights that we've performed for like four people. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but lately we've had, we've been pretty lucky, I'd say. packed house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's pretty great. close to sold out. Find it on the web. It's the People's Improv Theater. Uh, go there. You could purchase uh, tickets in advance or you just come in person. It's real cheap. It was like eight bucks or something. Eight bucks. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. it's great. And you, you're seeing an hour's worth of uh, show. You could drink down there. They got a bar down there. It's it's in uh, the underground currently. It'll be upstairs, I'm sure, <laughs> over time. But this show is, uh, it's it's great. I love it. And uh, now the reason I have you on, and we talk about, you got great things going on. You did a one-woman show last year to blow, blow your mind. I don't know how you did all it. And the uh, dress uh, changes that you did were, were very unique and different. And I loved uh, the use of space. You're out in the audience audience too for a good portion of the show probably more so than you were on stage which is awesome yeah uh, i really love that now what i want to know is you're doing a whole bunch of different things you're actually working on a voiceover reel and uh you know you can find out more about that and when it's done and you it'll, she's going to pop it up on uh, gendod.org it's not a non-profit organization you could definitely donate to her uh so she can get her next costume for her next uh, character which she does over 50 of them and a bunch of impressions but anyway the reason i have you here today is because i want to know what motivates you what keeps you going every single day to do all of these things uh that everybody's enjoying so much what wow. is it wow well i I would like to say I should take you everywhere with me because you're a really great hype man. Oh, thanks. (laughs) 
Let's do um, this. This is yeah, the go. walking podcast. Yeah, just walk around just keep the city. It. We'll record it. Yeah. That'd be great. Why okay. Not? We could do that one day. We'll do that. Uh, okay. All right. I'm in. Uh, what keeps me going? Deadlines. Deadlines. Okay. Um, I Setting your own deadlines? Yeah. Or, and also, obviously, deadlines other people have. to right. do creative projects with people mm-hmm. that uh, I really enjoy working with and mm-hmm. seeing folks like yourself and Tim Gerback and, mm-hmm. and other comedians. I really like um, Skinny Bitch Jesus meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, other comedians that, you know, are in our our pool sort of uh, doing interesting and unique and inspiring things. And I think like, oh, I should do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also when I'm not busy or creating, I just feel bored <laughs> and I get nervous well, I, and I feel like I should be doing something. Do you feel like there's something missing when you're Yeah. You're like, it's, Whoa. it's been like yeah. one of the only, I would say I sort of look at comedy um, as an entity in my life that's like a person or a <laughs> that I'm in a relationship with. Oh, wow. And uh, it's always been a really positive thing for me. It's one of the, the only things that has um, stayed consistently positive. This relationship is this the only thing that's lasted? With, I mean, you know, <laughs> no, I don't. my boyfriend's great. I have oh, a nice wow. family. Oh. But uh, no, but comedy, it, it makes me so happy consistently. And um, I've put so much time and energy into it. And I feel like I'm consistently getting things back from it's it. Great. It's great. It's a good relationship. Yeah. And I think it's so it's so hard uh, to figure out in any aspect of a person's life what works and what do people respond well to and especially in comedy because, you know, you throw everything at the wall, whether it be stand-up, improv, sketch, you name it, uh, even writing, like, you know, you throw everything at the wall and trying to figure out what people respond well to and also what you enjoy as well, too. So it seems like you yeah. have a good knack and understanding of what people like and what you enjoy, too, uh, which probably helps that relationship <laughs> with comedy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like constantly doing it and mm-hmm. then sort of narrowing the focus down. Yeah. Because, you know, we were talking earlier about improv. Right. And I feel like a lot of uh, actors or comics, they start with improv. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of think like, all right, well, this is a good muscle to flex. It's a good tool to have. But mm-hmm. and then it sort of narrows down and gets more specific. Yeah. You know, um, but I feel that after doing it for so long, I, I really like doing solo character work. And I, yeah, I would agree, too. I mean, you and I obviously doing this show, uh, Butts Game, Glasscox, Newtown, Blowout at the Pit. I mean, that's that's, yeah. what, you know, we both are in the same world in that sense that that's most enjoyable too and you do get the tools from improv and all these other aspects too but yeah you really hone in on what really um people respond with and what people uh really are laughing at you know which is cool too yeah. um, when that happens so and you do a lot i mean obviously nothing's ever like a you know a home run when you're doing these things but yeah you, i mean you base things on people's reactions but also what i find too is a lot of people um, and this is tough too, and I like to ask you about this, uh, Jen, Jen Dodd, dot org should be dot com. You got to purchase that from that nineteen year old girl. Anyway, find her. yeah, find her, shake her up. Uh, but um, when when something doesn't work, let's say you go on stage and you do something for the first time, a new character, and your audience ain't feeling it. You know, they it's just happens. You know, right now, do you base that? Do you give your character another shot? Do you do the same act or do you change it up? Because, you know, or you blame it on your audience too? Because there's a lot of, lot of different factors that play into that. Because you, I know it 
you know, it happens when <laughs> when it doesn't work out, and you're like, ah. first instinct to me, it's always ah, stinking audience. They just didn't get it. It's their fault, you know. Yeah. But what? What? How do you? How do you? Yeah. How do you handle that? You know, what do you? What do you do? Like, what's your process after that? Because a lot of people uh, would probably want to know how you handle that, doing all the characters that you do. Well, I I feel like I try to be very objective when mm-hmm. I look at. I try to be fair when I look back at performances and the way that I'm able to do it is that I film almost all of mine and then I go back like Mm -hmm. a football coach looking at the game and I'll like give myself notes, you know, Mm -hmm. I write them out and um, if there's a character or premise that I feel really strongly about that I think deserves another shot, Mm -hmm. absolutely. But then there are some things where (laughs) I've gone out on a limb, like one month I played uh, the cupcakes by Melissa, Mm -hmm. Melissa character Uh, and it was, I, made a joke that she makes small food because she is anorexic. And so I played her like this rainbow bright sort of anorexic like mm-hmm. character. And um, I, I think it, that it may have been too dark. Okay. Um, And I haven't gone back and touched on that one again because it like, scared me a little bit. I was like, ah, I got to figure out a different sort of angle on angle that. with yeah. that. Yeah. But, um, but normally I, you know, I look back over it and I, I think a lot of it has to do with the timing sometimes mm-hmm. for me personally, when I'm trying out a character for the first time, I tend to rush over jokes that I could wait a beat and mm-hmm. allow people to like have that laugh. Mm-hmm. It's usually a timing thing or um, sometimes that is the audience. If it's a small crowd or That's if they true. haven't been warmed up. Yeah. Um, and with character work, particularly if you're doing it like at a variety show or a different kind of venue, I sometimes feel that if the host hasn't set the audience up in a way Mm -hmm. that would give respect to you coming on and doing something totally different than standing there with a microphone and doing Mm -hmm. stand-up, the audience is like, confused yeah Yeah. they don't know what's going on (laughs) why is this woman wearing a wig why is she wearing giant fake tits clearly this isn't a real person yeah (laughs) Yeah. why is this person so weird yeah yeah so uh i try to be fair about it but i Mm -hmm. i'll usually give characters a a second or third try Mm -hmm. and uh honestly the first time is never going to be the best of course absolutely yeah, it takes time and and develop things, and then what people respond to well, you're like, oh, what was that? Sometimes you, you, yeah, you, know, you think like, ah, this joke is not that good, and then you do it, and you're like, oh, everybody really liked that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm constantly Why? surprised by the yeah. things that get laughs, where yep. I think it's like a a throwaway line or mm-hmm. something that I could have written in my sleep, and then there's like a this really complicated pun or like this long sentence of wordplay yeah. that I've been patting myself yeah. on the back about all week, and it goes flat at a show, and I'm like. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's. Yeah, it's I, I remember uh, when you did your one woman show um, that there are, were probably moments in that doing it ever, over and over again that you're like, whoa, what? what? This one joke where you're like, okay, there's a funny chuckle or whatever, but it does like amazing the one night and not so well the other night. I'm sure that yeah. is like, it was probably doing a show over and over again where you see or learn a lot too. Oh, for yeah. sure. And yeah. it was, and I've never done one show. I did it for the whole month. I did it Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday for the month of October. Wow. 
And so I got a lot of practice at it. And uh, <clears throat> the two guys who helped me write it, mm -hmm. uh, they play these audience plants, you know. So they were kind enough to be there for every show. Wow. Uh, just as spectators. Mm -hmm. They had like two lines or something. But <laughs> they're so in it with me. And, um, you know, we were a team about the whole thing. But every time we did the show afterwards, the three of us would sit around and be like, what the every audience mm -hmm. was its own beast it was yeah, like a totally right. different mm -hmm. conversation i was having and different age group too different yeah. age groups I, there was one night that uh it was all all my like comedian friends had come out like on this one night and they were very was that the last night no oh, okay. no the last night everybody that was like everybody laughed at everything and that was a good night um but I think it was the second weekend, and it was all these comics that came. But, oh, but there were a lot of comics that did come to last yeah, weekend. I remember I what you're talking about. Um, it was a bunch of lady comics, mm -hmm. friends of mine, the second weekend. And they were very thoughtful, and I could see everybody, like, being engaged. But mm -hmm. it was a very quiet audience because they were comics, and they were sort of, like, Mm, taking mm, it in mm. and thinking about yeah. it. Oh, nice choice. Nice choice. Oh, it made me feel <laughs> so awkward, though. You know, but uh, I think it has a lot to do with the age and the mm -hmm. occupation and the whatever. The first weekend, I had a lot of older folks there. Mm -hmm. um, my boyfriend's family and older members of my family. And the stuff that they laughed at was completely different. It's so fun. It's yeah. so fun and interesting to see. It really the, How the is. different audiences respond. And, I think, all right, let's say, let's let's talk about uh, stand-up here for just a second. And when you start out as a stand-up, and I know a lot of people, are, there's probably people that listen to the podcast that are probably wanting to jump into this world of comedy, and stand-up is one of them. I get people asking me on Facebook about it, too, that I've gone to, like, high school with and how to start out. And it's hard because people that are like-minded in the comedy world, it's very hard for them to laugh because we're all trying for the same thing. So when you're going to the bringer shows and they're in the audience, like you're saying with the women, your female comics that were at your show, that yeah, they might find it funny, but they're very like very analytical and very, not in a, analytical in a positive way. We're like, oh, what worked, what didn't work too. So they might not chuckle yeah. in that process because that's where their mindset is. They're not there, there to laugh, maybe. You know what I mean? They're there to... Um, learn really sometimes I, too so yeah. that's why it kind of it's kind of hard as a performer during those aspects especially i, I think more i think more so as a stand-up doing it at bringer shows where everybody in the audience you know you cycle in and come and do the, your set for five minutes or so and you're just like oh man my stuff stinks yeah and it may not it's yeah just, it may you know, not yeah and i i feel like as a comedian and a performer i when i'm going into a show mm -hmm. that is a friend of mine that i want to be supportive i sort of have to like switch brain gears yeah, and think yep. like all right give some supportive laughter mm -hmm. and and because otherwise i would sit there and be like "Ooh, that was so smart i can't mm -hmm. believe they thought that concept and then like make a little mental note mm -hmm. and be like, oh i i want to i want to do something like that or like you know what i'm saying yeah, really absolutely. studying it so but the other thing, um but it's hard too because that same person that wanted you to go to the show they're gonna ask you later so well yeah so you got notes for me i'm like <laughs> oh, yeah but i didn't go to, for that I can yeah, just enjoy. enjoy. Your show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then if they're if you know that they're asking for those notes and they're like, but you don't laugh. Like, I like noticed you didn't laugh during the second joke when I played a puppy dog. Like, what what <laughs> happened there? Yeah. yeah. So that happens too. It does. Gendod.org for now. For now. Um, yeah. So now Buttsky and Glasscox New Talent Blowout this Friday. Uh, just so happens if you're listening to this at other points, no. 
that it's going to be every second Friday of the month. This week, it just so happens it's January 10th. That's the Friday, okay? (laughs) Uh, Sue me, but you could be listening at any point during the year. Now, what's in store for 2014 for Buttskin, Glasscocks, Newtown, Blowout? Do you have a a vision or or things that you'd like to uh, maybe share with audience now? I know that um, for the, we take a little break now at, towards the end of the year in 2013. We take a break in the middle of the show where we obviously it's done by uh, like um, you have panelists and you have um, all these uh, character comedians that come up and do their set and there's judges and they judge them. Now, in the middle of it, we take a little break in between all of the different acts and uh, you do a Q&A with the panel and everything like that. That was something we did towards the end of the show. Well, people can get up and grab a drink, an alcoholic beverage from the People's Improv Theater Underground. And what would you like to say about 2014 uh, going forward for this wonderful show that's $8? Well, uh, I really like the direction that it it took in in 2013. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like we sort of found uh, a group of character comedians, you, Mm -hmm. Tim Gerback, uh, Kelly Fitzpatrick Mm -hmm. is great. Um, and sort of some like uh, supporting cast that comes in and out frequently. And um, Chris O'Neill, <laughs> yeah, our technician Chris O'Neill. He's he sort of has evolved as this character, <laughs> which is great. brilliant. Yeah, he really brought something special yeah. to the show, I think too. But it's it's become more of um like a home base. Uh, has more of a home base and a cast to it now than it did in, when I started it in 2012. And I I really like that. So I want to keep that going. Um, I think in 2014, we'll introduce snacks to the show. And, um, everybody loves snacks. And, uh, I think I, I would like to start booking, um, some, some guests that, uh, maybe have been on television. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Some upper echelon type comedy types, I think. I like that. Maybe I could help you in that aspect, actually. I think, uh, it would be a a fun way to grow the the show and the audience space a little bit more yeah but uh, eventually I'd like to go upstairs mm-hmm. uh, to the the larger theater mm-hmm. though I do think that having it in the basement yeah, lends it's nice. itself to to the yeah. fun experimental aspect of it and I I mean the theater is great upstairs and downstairs uh, but I I like the downstairs it is very it's more intimate yeah and uh, I don't know I feel like you could see better I don't know why you can. yeah I don't know it, but it's yeah just me. and it you know for uh, "Quote unquote second rate." Are you okay over there? <laughs> yeah, I, I got a little frog in my we'll throat. We'll end this soon if that's what you know. Uh, no. you're, you're only good for twenty minutes, and after that, I gotta go. I'm out. That's funny. My uh, voice. No, uh, I think that for for the second rate talent agency vibe mm-hmm. that we like to give, uh, mm-hmm. that True. having it in the basement sort of it, it lends itself to that. I think it's a funny uh, atmosphere for it. But yeah. who knows? I don't know. I like I like to uh, think that it will grow even more in 2014. It's yeah. certainly evolved over the Absolutely. last year and a half. Definitely. Well, Jen Dodd dot O R G J E N N D O D D dot O R G. I like That's that. Me. This is a nice little rhymey thing to it. <laughs> uh, I love that. Um, you can go on her website, find out more about what she's doing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Go on the website, find out what else she's doing. She's performing all over the place, all over the city, and check out her voiceover reel once it's complete. It's going to be amazing. She's going to do a character reel and a commercial reel. Um, I'm looking forward to the character reel, personally. Mm. Commercial reel is gonna, probably going to be amazing, too. too but <laughs> you're like, you The too, character stuff is where it's fun. Yeah. yeah, it is. You get yeah. to be more creative, and you write that. 
whereas the uh, commercial reel is mostly, you know, mostly commercials that are out there and products and stuff like that. It's fun products, too. I'm not saying I don't enjoy a product or two. Do you enjoy a product or two, Jen? I have some products yeah, I enjoy. You enjoy? Yeah, yeah, suave, maybe. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming on the, uh, the Anime Way Podcast. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Adam Hamway Podcast. See you next time.